the sounds that jump out at me are, well, the funny thing is the first thing that came to my mind is my neighbor on Halloween has this spooky track of this little kid singing and it plays for hours on Halloween night. And that was the first thing that came to my mind. (laughs) That was the first thing that came to my mind. It's this like tradition and my kids will start to sing it. It becomes like an earworm. It's like, na, 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 na. And it plays all night long on Halloween night. And it's just insane. Welcome to Medium Lady Talks. I'm your host, Erin Vandeven. I'm a millennial and mother trying to build the place in the world that's made for me while fighting burnout, living intentionally, and embracing gratitude, even when I'm grumpy. Here on Medium Lady Talks, we visit the topics and practical tips that will help you maximize self-discovery and minimize self-judgment so you can finally get momentum building the life you know is possible in this post-pandemic world. On this podcast, you can expect we'll get deep while having fun, and whether you're burnt out like a dog in a dumpster fire or celebrating your best life daily, you'll find the conversations, prompts, and tools I know will be helpful on your own personal healing journey. So stay tuned for my deep dive solo shows and interview episodes with dear friends and expert guests. Together, we'll make sure you have what you need to build the place in the world that's made for you. I'm so glad you're here. So let's jump in. Hello, hi, and welcome to Medium Lady Talks. I'm your host, Erin, and this is episode 84. We are going to do a very quick touch base as one month ends and another one begins. So today is October 3rd, and I'm just recording this quick episode. We're going to go back to my free download, which will be linked in the show notes, and I'm going to review September, which if you need to go back is episode 81. And I'm going to review the month of September, and I'm going to talk about my plan for October in the context of this being a sort of cyclical process. So I've talked a lot through the month of September about why I think that planning your self-care, planning your month, planning how you spend your free time is a really wonderful way to nurture your identity and to buffer against burnout the way that we all experience all the time. You know, last week's episode was about thinking about your self-care persona and thinking about the natural ways that you lean into self-care. So I think if you're an optimizer, (laughs) if you're an optimizer, you're going to love a planner. You're going to love that sense of control. If you're an achiever persona, you're going to love this because it's going to give you a really active plan. It's going to give you a really active sense of an outcome, uh, a before and after, if you will. And if you're an escape persona, you're going to love to just kind of take the moments to carve out for yourself ways to appreciate beauty and ways to anticipate the joys that are coming up in your month ahead. If you're going through the free PDF right now, we're going to try to do this really quickly so that it feels hopefully accessible to you. That's my goal by the end of this episode. So part one is what is known. And we're thinking about October as a month ahead. What is this new month all about for me? And what always happens during this month that sets the stage naturally, regardless of the season of life that I'm in? So very quickly about October, I'm not going to overthink this. My husband's birthday, Thanksgiving, Halloween. I have a trip planned up that I'm really looking forward to. I probably have a couple of Thanksgiving dinners, to be honest with you. My kids are starting basketball. Those are the first things that come to the top of my mind. What do I have planned and what am I naturally looking forward to? 
I am actually naturally looking forward to Thanksgiving. It's a really special holiday in Canada for me in particular. You know, the food, the coming together. But um, as Canada as a country is trying to do better, at least trying, not always succeeding, to do better in the path of truth and reconciliation, I think Thanksgiving kind of brings on a whole new meaning, a whole different sense of what gratitude can be to live in this country as an uninvited settler on Indigenous lands. And so I'm actually, I mean, maybe it sounds strange to say I'm looking forward to that, but it is an active opportunity to sort of be reflective and mindful while surrounded by other people and engaging in really great food traditions. I'm also, I do have a book retreat planned at the end of this month, right before Halloween. I'm going to be traveling to upstate New York, which is really exciting. I'm going to be spending a couple of nights in a book village, which I'm just like, I can hardly believe my life. It seems like the kind of thing that you only see people do on Instagram is travel to cool spots and have adventures. (laughs) And, you know, we always said that when the pandemic is over, when the pandemic is over, and the pandemic is over. And I'm really, really excited to be going on this trip to um, meet some friends and spend some time with them. So this is the most important part of step one. How do I want to feel during these events? How do I want to feel during these events? And you really need to list as many emotions as you can. So how do I want to feel during these events? During Halloween? During Thanksgiving? How do I want to feel when I go on my trip? You know, all of those things. And if I think about it, if I think about my feelings, let's just kind of like riff off and list. I want to feel, you know, it's funny, the first word that came to my mind was prepared. I think prepared was one of the things that came to my mind last month. And so that's an interesting thing is that like, we're planning and my instinct in terms of feeling is to be prepared. I want to be prepared. What's another feeling that I want to have? I want to feel relaxed. I want to feel... I want to feel confident. I think it's interesting. I'm going to be traveling with friends that I know very, very well, but that I don't spend a lot of time with in person. And I don't want that feeling to be sort of fraught with the social anxiety. So I want to feel confident. I want to feel comfortable. I want to feel authentic. Sometimes Halloween is a season where I don't really feel like myself. I'm not a Halloween girly. And so that can kind of, you know, make me feel a little on the on the off foot because I, I don't really super lean into Halloween as a person. And that can sometimes make me feel like I can't be myself because I can't fit in. And my personality is really driven to show up in the way that's expected of me. You know, like I want to show up in a way that's aligned with the season. So if it's Halloween and everyone's showing up as people who are excited for Halloween, I I feel pressured to show up as someone who knows what's what when it comes to Halloween, but it's just not who I am. So I really want to feel authentic. Okay, that's pretty good. I think if I had more time on mic, I would go through a few more. But as I said, I want this to just be a quick review. I want this to feel like it doesn't have to take up too much of your time if you were to take the free download and access it and use it for yourself. So the emotions I said, I want to feel prepared, relaxed, confident, comfortable, and authentic. And I think if there's two words that jump out at me, it's confident and authentic. So I'm going to really highlight those in the page. Part two is what am I learning? We're going to think a little bit more about the unknown elements of October and get closer to my personal experience and what I'm kind of uncovering and discovering about myself. 
So in the last year, what are some personal challenges that have come up for me? And how have I been resilient despite these challenges? And what am I most proud of? So I've already gone through this in great detail, actually, in episode 81. And so if you want a role modeling of what that feels like, I would recommend that you go ahead and do that. And if you're repeating your experience with this free download, then that might be a section where you want to go back and read what you wrote in September, or it might be something that you don't need to repeat and visit quite as frequently. In the last month, what moments brought me joy? So in the last month, which was September, what moments brought me joy and what did I learn? Now, this is a tough one for the month of September, which I anticipated. I anticipated September would be a challenge, and it was But what were some of the moments that brought me joy and what did I learn? So one of the moments that brought me joy was taking the boys, Henry and Beckett specifically, to the Argos game. And the reason that that brought me joy was because we sort of had to pivot and be flexible last minute because William was sick. And because William was sick, Nick stayed home with him and I took the boys by myself. And I could have made that like a really high pressure situation. But instead, what I did was... I actually just said, hey, I'm just going to go with the flow. I can't control how this is going to go. I don't have my partner for support. So we're just going to go with the flow and what happens happens. And I kind of took the pressure off myself for it to be like a perfect day because from the outset, Nick wasn't going to be there. William wasn't going to be there. And we kind of knew from the jump, it it just wasn't going to be perfect. Let's say uh, not needing, not needing day trips to be perfect. I'm making notes here on my tablet as I sort of talk this through so I can have a little bit of a record while we chat. What are some other moments that brought me joy? Um, One of the other moments that brought me joy was Henry's birthday party. Henry is eight and he had a birthday party with his friends after school and they just came over, they played video games, they had pizza, and they just had a blast. And their parents dropped them off. They were here for like three and a half, four hours. And then they went home and it was like super low key, low key hosting. It was great to have the house full of kids. It was great to lean into imperfection. I think we tried to keep the house as clean as we could, but we also recognized as like, mm, these eight-year-olds, they don't really care about how clean the house is. And that felt really, really good to have all of these happy, healthy kids in our home and then to have them leave and to have had them had a good time just hanging out with each other without me necessarily needing to like perform to their expectations as kids. Oh, that's interesting too. perform to expectations, not having to perform to expectations. And the last moment this month that brought me joy was actually incredible. It was my anniversary with Nick. And the reason that that was so special was because Nick and I celebrated 17 years together. And in the past, for the past 17 years, I felt a lot of pressure for us to get a babysitter or arrange childcare. And that's always kind of like a little bit been a little bit awkward or a little bit of a struggle. It's extra mental load. It's extra planning for me to be quite honest with you. And I instead I just said to Nick, I think we should just bring the kids with us. I think we should go on a date. But I think we should go on like a family date. And I want to go and have more food adventures with the kids. And I also remembered I had said in the summer that I wanted to go on like a creative date with Nick. And we never we never pulled off that creative date. So I think I was trying to kind of get back to that kind of thing that made me feel excited. So what we did was we went to a really highly rated Korean restaurant. The kids had never had Korean food at a sit-down restaurant. We've done Korean like noodles takeout before. 
we sat down, we got beef hot pot, we got chicken Joseph, we got just a bunch of really interesting and delicious, delicious food. And the kids tried everything. And I said to Nick, like, let's keep our expectations low. And he kind of laughed at me because he knew the person who needed to keep their expectations low was me. And even Beckett. Beckett was great. Everybody was full and happy and excited to be in this new place, trying new things and enjoying that experience of us all being together. And that was incredible. There was so much joy in that moment. So I'll call that like family date and food adventure. And I think like this alone makes the exercise worth it, to be honest with you. If you're going to grab that free download, you want to go to part two and just think about the things last month that brought you joy. And the next question is important too. It's what do I want to bring with me from last month into the new month? What do I want to leave behind? So September, there were a number of things that came up that I want to leave behind. One of them is constant fighting with Beckett. It just felt like, you know, there's just like no harmony. And I don't think that's actually the case. But in my mind, you know, it feels that way sometimes often. But I don't think it's actually that much conflict all the time. But I do want to leave behind constant conflict or feeling like there's constant conflict with Beckett or just at home. The other thing I want to leave behind is my home got a little chaotic. And my home is <laughs> my home is generally a tiny bit chaotic. Uh, I have three kids. I have a dog. I have a full-time job. My husband has a full-time job. We both work out of the home. None of us really work from home. And that all adds to delightful home chaos and only so many opportunities to really stay on top of everything. And I realized that also our vacuum broke. <laughs> Oh, God. Our vacuum broke. Our water heater burst. We had a flood in the basement. We had a pretty chaotic September. And the new vacuum arrives tomorrow, which I think is funny, because I really felt like there was a lot of home chaos, maybe I want to say, or like home disarray. And I really want to leave that behind. I'm not a person who is overly affected by the environment, but everybody has their limits. And I just, I'm not blind to, I can't be blind to it anymore. We've got to kind of have a fall fall purge or something like that. And what do I want to bring with me? I want to bring with me this idea of not performing to others' expectations or even my expectations. And I really like this low-key hosting that came from Henry's party. I think there's a real theme coming from September, which was like, enjoying myself even when things aren't perfect. So I'm going to put that down too. Okay, so I think if we're going to just summarize, you know, the things that brought me joy, what I'm going to leave behind, and what I want to bring with me is enjoying myself when things aren't perfect, and probably letting go of this feeling of constant conflict with Beckett, and a sense of embracing, you know, a bit of home order, you know, leaving some of that home chaos behind, you know, the home chaos of the water heater bursting, the home chaos of like the vacuum being broken, etc, etc. Part three is about favorites and seasonality. So I went into pretty deep detail with this in episode 81, but we're just going to kind of do a quick inventory of the things that make us tick. And I am going to actually repeat this. I am going to repeat this for October 
And remember that the things that make you tick, the things that bring you joy, the things that bring you closer to yourself can change month on month. Your favorites, I think we kind of feel like favorites are these things that are crystallized parts of us. And if they change, then it's something we need to worry about. Or if our favorites evolve, that there's something that's impermanent and no longer fixed about our identity. But that's just the nature of being human is gaining life experience and adapting to that life experience. And that trickles into all elements of life. So if it trickles into your favorites, uh, that's a pretty low stakes situation in terms of it uh, affecting you. So okay, my favorite color, my favorite color is purple. My favorite book, I could do like my favorite book of the last month. My favorite book of September was Tom Lake by Ann Patchett. My favorite memory of the last month was definitely the Korean restaurant. My favorite person. <laughs> Who is my favorite person in the last month? That's so interesting. The first the first people that came to mind were my best friends, Emily and Sarah. Just had some really great heart-to-hearts with them in the chat. My favorite place in the last month was the cottage. We went to the cottage with my sisters and my mom. My favorite smell of the last month, huh? I'm not sure. And actually, it's funny because sometimes you're trying to think positive, but negative things can just pop up. Because my dog got sprayed by a skunk in September. That was another crazy thing that happened. It's another thing I want to leave behind. And I'm just thinking of that when it comes to smell. So I'm going to skip that one. My favorite food of the last month was probably the beef hot pot. I didn't expect to love it as much as I did. And that was like an amazing, it's like an amazing soup of all kinds. Soup and noodles and rice. And sometimes it's more rice than soup. And sometimes it's more noodles than you know, anyway, um, that was just so great. Okay, my favorite, my favorite flower. Um, right now I've been loving Cosmos. I didn't even really know what Cosmos were un- until recently. Um, my favorite movie. I haven't seen any movies in the last month. And that's always something that I think, oh man, I love movies and I really like don't make time to watch them at all. So maybe I should just put a little star there. My favorite song of the last month was Absolutely Linger by the Cranberries. I made a playlist uh, for my assignment the last month was about embracing a Nora Ephron vibe. I made a playlist on Spotify called Your Life But a Nora Ephron Movie, and that really kind of kept me company through the month. And that song Linger by the Cranberries, I think, is just one of my like top 10 songs of life. And my favorite season in the month of September is probably my anniversary, anniversary season. <laughs> Is that a season? It's a day. (laughs) Maybe I should change that in the book to say day, my favorite day of the last month. Okay, that's fun. All right. Now, when I think of the next month, October, what jumps out? And this is about embracing seasonality. The color that jumps out for October is orange, like pumpkin. The texture that jumps out is, well, I kind of think of like wet leaves, like rainy leaves. The nature that jumps out is also those kind of like wet, rainy leaves. The holiday that jumps out to me is Halloween. The sounds that jump out at me are, well, (laughs) the funny thing is the first thing that came to my mind is my neighbor on Halloween has this spooky track of this little kid singing and it plays for hours on Halloween night. And that was the first thing that came to my mind. (laughs) That was the first thing that came to my mind. It's this like tradition and my kids will start to sing it. It becomes like an earworm. It's like, na, 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 na. And it plays all night long on Halloween night. And it's just insane. Okay, so that's that's the sound. That's the sound. That's so funny. 
Uh, the temperature I think of, well, that's funny because today I think we had like an all-time high temperature-wise for October. The temperature I think of is like that classic cool breeze, damp, damp cool breeze. Wow, I didn't realize October was so full of like rain, damp breeze. <laughs> it's not very romantic. The light I think of as being like moonlight, Halloween light. Um, the smells, I again, I, the smells of the leaves, this like outdoor post-rain leaves decomposing in a good way. And the tastes, I mean, like I think of all, like I thought of like candy corn, but I don't really eat a lot of candy corn. Sorry, Steph, my friend Steph Cunningham loves candy corn. The tastes, I think, I do think about candy though, like in general as being like a taste that pops in my mind. Okay, so there we go. And what are the things that kind of jump out at me from this? The Cosmos flowers jump out at me. The beef hot pot jumps out at me. The... The fact that I don't have a movie kind of jumps out at me. Some of the other things that jump out is that sort of like wet, post-rain, moonlit night feeling. And yeah, that's kind of it. That's kind of what that's kind of what's jumping out at me. Those flowers, the lack of a movie, and the soup, man, soup vibes for summer, for f- soup vibes for October coming in hot. The soup vibes kind of came in in um, September too. Okay, now cultivating the vibe. So this is where you go back and look at what you've written and you pull it all together into one page. So those three exercises span three pages. And what you do after that is you put them all on the same page so that you can kind of really start to see things start to come together. So remember what I had said was the feelings I want to have are to be comfortable and authentic. The things I want to carry with me are to enjoy myself even when things aren't perfect and to leave behind constant conflict. And I'm thinking kind of about that post-rain, wet leaves in the moonlight kind of... (laughs) Wet... (laughs) What leaves in the moonlight? Oh my God. But listen, this is the kind of thing, don't judge yourself. Just kind of roll with it because it, it it will start to mean something, but it only starts to mean something if you don't analyze it too much. And then you can kind of start to narrow things down even further from there. But I think we're in a good position to move to some of the fun ways of thinking about our vibe. So this is a page, it's called The Free Association. It's page eight. And I go through some fun and silly questions. You don't take yourself too seriously. You can even do this with a friend, which I highly recommend. I did the September assignment with my sisters, and it was just a lot of fun. Um, If you could describe your vibe in a phrase, what would it be? This might be a lyric or a poem or a joke, a meme, a t-shirt, slogan, etc. Oh, you know the thing that popped in my mind when I was thinking about, like, wet leaves in the moonlight was that I put a spell on you from Hocus Pocus? That was the first thing that came up. I don't know. If your vibe was a celebrity, who would it be? You know, the first person that came to mind was like Taylor Swift, but Taylor Swift from Folklore. Moody girl walking through the field in the fog. So we'll say Taylor Swift. I'm not a Swifty, but I'm just kind of going by the aesthetic. And then I'll say the Folklore version. (laughs) Okay, if your vibe was a hotel, what would it be like to stay there? I think it would be like a cabin in the woods with a tin roof for the rain. If your vibe was a city, where would it be? Hmm. I mean, the first thing that came to mind was like Reykjavik or somewhere in Iceland, 
which is kind of an odd choice. My second choice is actually like Vancouver, BC, or somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. And if your vibe was a restaurant, what kind of food would you serve? I think my vibe would be a Korean restaurant and we would serve beef hot pot. Now, again, maybe it's feeling silly that I'm even sharing this with you, but I hope that you're feeling like we're getting closer and closer and closer to the sense of a vibe. I've got my vibe down for October. It's getting really, really close to me. So the final part of the journey is to actually make some plans. Apply your vibe to the new month with purpose. And this might be small. It might be big. It really depends on you. For me personally, I consistently plan my reading. I plan how I'm going to play. I plan something new that I'm going to try. And I plan my focus and attention in terms of my thoughts um, for the month. So for this month, what I'm going to do is I've listed my books already that I'm going to be reading. I'm going to be reading the book Outlive by Peter Attia. I'm going to be reading the book Cassandra in Reverse by Holly Smalls. I'm also going to be reading You Made a Fool of Death with Your Beauty by Akwake M. Mizi. And finally, I'm going to be reading A Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes by Suzanne Collins. So those are the books that I've chosen, and I don't know necessarily that those books actually fit the vibe. Um, And I already picked the books, so maybe I'm kind of cheating with my own process a little bit. However, perhaps I want to think of maybe one more thing I want to do. And the thing I actually really want to do is I want to think of a movie that I want to watch. What kind of movie that might fit in that sort of like, I put a spell on you, wet rainy leaves and moonlight kind of vibe. Something kind of moonlight in the dark. I don't want to say Hocus Pocus specifically because that feels like it's too on the nose and I've seen it and I'm not necessarily like, oh, I didn't see the second one, right? Did they make a second one? Am I imagining that? The thing that, the thing that (laughs) is funny about me kind of like trying to think of a movie on the fly is like, I don't really know a lot about movies. So maybe this is a thing that I actually have to look into a little bit more and think about the movies I want to watch because I did kind of feel a little bit like that twinge of saying like, what's your favorite movie? And I was sort of like, well, I haven't seen any movies in the last month, even in the last like little bit. So that's going to be something that I put on my list. And if you think of a movie that you would recommend to go with the vibe, I would love it if you would message me just quickly on Instagram at medium.lady. I would love to hear from you and I would love your movie recommendations. Okay, I will enjoy this month's vibe by playing with. And this is an interesting one because I've decided to sort of try to embody different characters in the way that I dress, in their outlook and their attitude, And I'm going to try to come up with as many characters as possible. And this isn't necessarily costume play. Like, I'm not going to try to wear costumes, but I'm going to try to pick my clothes and pick my attitude for the day as though I'm embodying kind of a beloved character. This might be embodying Mary Poppins, Atticus Finch, Dumbledore. This might be embodying somebody like Audrey Hepburn. I'm not really sure. I'm just kind of going with it. Um, not going to take myself too seriously. But this kind of comes from what I said before is I'm not really a Halloween person, but I always love to dress up and I still love to dress up. So I'm trying to kind of speak to the child within. And the play category is often about reconnecting with your inner child. So I hope that that helps you kind of understand how you can do that in a way that's playful and fun and super low stakes. So for this month, I'm going to be playing with the idea of embodying a character in my dress, in my attitude and my outlook. 
I will experiment with this month's vibe. I will experiment with this month's vibe by trying to, and this one's also kind of related to clothes, by trying to set my outfit the night before for 30 days in a row. And I've done this for one day so far. (laughs) So I will try to keep going for a streak. So October 2nd, check. Uh, October 3rd, we will see. And I think that those two, the play and the try, kind of connect together because if I wasn't thinking about it actively the night before, then I might wake up every morning and think like, oh, I have to pretend to be a character. Forget it. I'll just do it another day. And it becomes a burden instead of something that's meant to feel like self-care. So hopefully those two hold hands together. And the last one is I will reflect on this month's vibe by paying attention to And what I am paying attention to is how I get in my own way. Because this is how I really have been feeling about conflict with Beckett. I really feel like when it comes to conflict with Beckett, I am getting in my own way because I am kind of looking for the conflict. I'm kind of bracing myself for that conflict. And I think that because I am waiting for him to misbehave, it's almost like he is fulfilling my wishes. It's like I'm manifesting it. Now, I don't think I'm quite that powerful. Beckett is four. He just started school. It's a huge transition for him. He said goodbye to his beloved daycare teachers. He now comes every day to school with his big brothers into this big school with a classroom full of 30 kids instead of the sort of 10 to 12 that he knew really intimately for years and years. And it's been a huge change for him. So that's manifesting in his behavior, of course. But I think that it's this sort of idea of like, am I looking for the good in my own child? And oftentimes, even though I've had so much struggle with Beckett, I do find when I do my daily car gratitude on Instagram stories that things about Beckett are popping into my head. And that's the thing that makes me think is like, am I getting in my own way when it's coming to resisting this constant conflict with Beckett? So I want to think about that in terms of my parenting, but I also kind of want to think about it in terms of other things, because I also wonder a little bit, I anticipated September would be super tough, and it was super tough. I've listed a ton of things that were really frustrating and annoying about September. But the other thing is, did I get in my own way by anticipating how hard September was, was it destined to be that way because I kind of pre-decided it? And so I want to pay more attention to those other ways that I might get in my own way and get out of my own way. I don't know if you can relate to that. I bet you can. I bet there's ways that you get in your own way too. And maybe that's something we can kind of work on and play with exploring together. So that is the entire vibe. That is the entire plan for the month of October. And I'll give you a final pep talk, which is that we are just kind of rounding the half hour mark for this episode. And I want you to know that I've spent this time with you, but I've really spent this time with myself. And you deserve that half hour to just kind of do a playful exercise where you don't take yourself too seriously. Even if you come up with a plan and you don't do anything with it, that can still be a really valuable experience. There are some things in this free workbook, such as the question about the last month, what are the ways you experience joy? The answer to that question is really, really important. It's about being self-aware, it's about being self-compassionate, and it's about grounding down into your identities and your values. And if you can set boundaries around yourself to spend that time on yourself, then you've ticked off a lot of really important boxes of internal self-care without spending any money, without going anywhere, without having to be anything other than your awesome self. So I hope you will give this a try. If you want to continue to dive into the whole month of September was really kind of self-care September. Episode 81 
I go deep into my own assignment for the month of September. It's much more detailed than this episode. Episode 82 is my, you know, sort of convincing you as to why you might want to and how you can actually get into planning your month. Episode 83 is all about self-care personas and not necessarily about monthly planning specifically, but definitely goes into the ways that we lean into self-care and how we can use those patterns and behaviors to get better in touch with perhaps some more healthy options for self-care. But they're kind of a little bit of a higher effort, I'll be totally honest with you. And then this episode 84 is all about the quick rundown of October based on what you already know that I did from the month of September. I hope you like this episode. If you did, let me know and let me know if you want more podcast content surrounding my monthly plan. I do always share it on Instagram and we have, to be honest, months and months and months and months of these plans since I started doing them in November of 2019. So next month, November, will mark four years of me doing a monthly plan for my self-care, a monthly plan for how I want to spend my free time, and a monthly plan for discovering my identity and getting to know myself. And, you know, I think you can hear in my voice how it's really benefited me and how it's helped me grow as a person. It's helped me buffer against burnout. It's helped me be self-aware of that burnout piece. And it's allowed me to really build the place in the world that was made for me. So, you know, that's my passionate and heartfelt wish from me to you is for you to begin your own journey of self-care planning and for that to start maybe this month, October, with my free planner. Thank you so much for spending time with me today. I know that your time is precious. It is not lost on me that you're spending it with Medium Lady Talks. I really sincerely appreciate your time. I want you to know from the bottom of my heart that you are doing such, such a good job. I love you very much, and I will see you again soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Medium Lady Talks, created and produced by me, Erin Vandeman. If you want more of the general vibe, gratitude, and encouragement from this episode, please come and find me on Instagram at medium.lady. And since you've made it to the end, I'd love to get to know you even better. Screenshot this episode so you can share it on Instagram and be sure to tag me so that we can chat. Thanks for listening. Remember, you're doing such a good job. Your place in this world can only be filled by you. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.